Hey guys, this is Kayla with the 52 Reasons Podcast. Welcome to episode 25, where we chat with American Rivers. I know they say you're not supposed to make any assumptions, but I'm actually going to start this episode with one giant assumption. Every single one of you listening has spent time on or next to a river at some point in your life. That's right. I bet you've either canoed down the river, relaxing as your paddle dipped through the silent waters, or maybe you were fly fishing from the banks of a river trying to catch a giant trout, or maybe you're the adventurous type and you were out on a wild kayak ride through some major rapids. Or like me, maybe you've spent a lot of time skipping rocks into the rivers with your kids. Either way, all of us have at some point touched or experienced a river and all of their natural beauty. I'm super excited for this conversation and for all of you to listen on how you can get involved with this awesome organization. In fact, Outside Magazine actually loves this organization as much as I do. Today, we're gonna chat with Amy from American Rivers to learn more about how you can get involved in their work. American Rivers protects wild rivers, restores damaged rivers, and conserves clean water for people and nature. With more than 275,000 members, activists, and volunteers, American Rivers is making a difference every day for clean water, rivers, and our communities across our country, which is why we wanted to share their story with you. Join me now for this great conversation with Amy from American Rivers to learn more about their organization and how you can get involved. Hey, Amy, we are so excited to have you on today's podcast and chat more about American Rivers and the work you guys do. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. So why don't we start off by having you tell us more about American Rivers and the work that your organization does on a daily basis? Sure. So American Rivers is a national nonprofit river conservation organization. Um, We like to say that we're the nation's voice for rivers. And We protect wild rivers, we restore damaged rivers, and we conserve clean water for people and nature. And how that translates into our work day to day, um, we've got staff all around the country. Um, They work on laws and policies that impact every river in the country. So right now, we're fighting to defend the Clean Water Act because that's um, under attack from the Trump administration. Um, so we work on, on that level. Um, we also work on the ground and we remove dams and we restore floodplains and wetlands and we help communities, um, improve their clean water supplies. And so we've got a lot going on rivers, um, rivers are everywhere and there are a lot of issues facing rivers. And so, um, we're always busy, but, um, it's such a fabulous place to work. I've, I've been here a long time and I feel like I have the best job in the world. That's got to be so rewarding. I feel like when we hear about work focused on advocating for natural resources, especially lately, it seems more like we hear about national parks or other federal lands. So it sounds like the work you guys are doing, you know, it maybe is going unnoticed to a lot of the general public, but it's impacting all of us. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, well, rivers are so relevant to our lives. I mean, you think about like almost more than half of our drinking water comes from rivers. We, we drink rivers. They're flowing through our veins. You know, I have 
two little kids and I think about the water flowing through my tap and I think about where they're playing um, when we go, you know, to a beach. And it's so fundamental to our health. It's and, and rivers are so fundamental to our economy and our quality of life and our our shared cultural heritage and so many parts of our identities are, are wrapped up in rivers. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredibly important on a, on a number of levels. Um, there's a lot of, as you said, a lot of defensive work um, that, that we're a part of right now when it comes to public land, national monuments, um, and certainly about clean water and rivers. Um, but I think one of the really cool things about working on rivers from a conservation standpoint is that there's always something positive happening. So even while we're, you know, a lot of, a lot of um, bad things are happening right now. Um, Trump administration is trying to roll back critical protections, but we are still making progress on a lot of fronts. We can still remove outdated dams. We can still um, restore floodplains to improve a community's flood protection. So that's, what's inspiring to me is that um, there's always, there are always these really cool, hopeful projects um, going on and rivers, rivers are so resilient. Um, They can be restored. And so, and you can see that, that progress happening right before your eyes um, in many cases. So it's a, um, you know, it's really important work and it's also great to see that, you know, we can make progress. Absolutely. Um, what would you say is the current state of rivers and headwaters and wetlands in our country right now then? Are we looking good or is it is it kind of a dire situation? I'd say we are at a, a, a crossroads. Um, we've made so much amazing progress over the past several decades since the Clean Water Act, um, critical other laws like the Endangered Species Act. We have these cornerstone safeguards now that are really important for the environment, really important for public health. So thanks to all that, um, and and also just the public's um, awareness. I mean, nobody wants to see a dirty river. Nobody wants to walk along a dirty river. So I feel like we've, the values, you know, we've we've come a long way. We've cleaned up our rivers. We've restored a lot of rivers. But uh, we're at a point now where we stand to lose all of that progress if we don't um, collectively as you know, the, the public, as citizens speak up and demand that Congress and the Trump administration up, keep these protections in place. Um, right now in Congress, there's a 30-day comment period going on, um, or not in Congress with the Trump administration, the EPA. Um, there's a 30-day comment period about whether or not they should roll back something called the Clean Water Rule, which protects drinking water sources for one in three Americans. Why would we get rid of that? Um, so people really need to speak up. And I feel like it, it really comes down to, you know, what we want to pass on to our kids, what we want to pass on to the next generation. We don't want to go backwards. We don't want to go back to the time when, you know, driving over the Potomac River in D.C. or, um, you know, the Charles River in Boston or the Willamette River where I live here in Portland. You know, it, it was so polluted that it smelled terrible and nobody wanted to go near it. Who wants to go back to that? We want to move forward to more, you know, cleaner rivers, clean drinking water for all, because sadly, even though it's 2017, a lot of communities, it's not just Flint, Michigan, don't have clean water in their homes, in their communities. That's not okay. Um, We've got to stand up for clean water for all of our kids. 
And so it's, you know, we just need to keep fighting and we need to make it very clear to our decision makers that we're going to hold them accountable. And, you know, there's, there's one way to, (laughs) there's one position, one acceptable position. And that position is fighting for clean water and public health. So how can I, as, as a citizen, stay abreast of policies and decisions that my elected officials might be voting on related to our nation's waterways? Yeah, so we make it really easy for folks to stay updated and get involved. Um, our website is AmericanRivers.org, and we have you can sign up for action alerts and updates. So we can email you when there is something critical that you need to weigh in on. Um, if you follow us on social media, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and those are also just great ways to stay up to date on key issues um, and key opportunities to get involved um, when it comes to contacting your decision makers. I think, um, you know, there are other ways too. I mean, that's really important to, you know, everybody at this point, I feel like should have their member of Congress and their senators on speed dial because there's always issues that we need to make our voices heard about. Um, And so we can help you with that. And there are also a lot of ways that you can get involved just with rivers in your community. We have something called National River Cleanup. And um, that's also, there's information on our website about it. But you can organize your own river cleanup in your community, or you can find one that's already happening and go join it. And that's just a really cool way to um, not only connect with your river, but connect with your neighbors and um, help your community. It's a great way to give back. So there's also um, info on our website about how to save water at home and, and how to um, just have a river-friendly home in terms of, you know, don't use a lot of pesticides and herbicides in your garden, and that kind of thing, because it all eventually flows down to the river and we all live downstream. So um, yeah, I mean, we've got, we've got a lot of resources on our website and, and social media for folks to learn more. Awesome. I, I'm also a parent. Um, I have three young daughters and I also, you know, when I was, when I was getting ready to talk with you today, I was thinking, gosh, like this is, this is one of those organizations my kids are going to want to get involved and how they can help and how they can help, you know, how can we work as a family to be more river friendly and to get out in our community and help clean up our waterways that are, you know, right here in our backyards and, and really help, help start educating them on, you know, every single thing we do, you know, is impacting the water we drink and the water we cook with and the water we bathe with and the water that they want to play in all the time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, and it's so fun exploring rivers and streams with kids. I mean, I, I took, I have two little boys and I took them out to this urban stream in Portland here the other day. And Honestly, like I wasn't expecting to find much wildlife because I figured, well, we're, you know, we're in the city and what are we going to find? Like we'll splash around in the water a little bit and then we'll go grocery shopping. Like that's what, that was our plan. And we get down there and they, of course, like go right into the water and they get soaking wet, which, you know, whatever, summertime. Um, and they start finding crawdads and a frog. And I was amazed. Like, it's cool that, you you know, your kids can remind you um, we get so jaded about, you know, Oh, we're not going to, we're not going to see anything cool, but our kids, our kids remind us that there's still so much beauty and wonder out there in the world. And it's, it's so fun when they, you know, remind you of that and help you discover it. And so that's the thing about rivers. I mean, they're, they're always, there's always something to discover. They're magical, right? I mean, kids, kids know that. And and we should remember that too, 
and just um, appreciate that and go find it. I mean, there's, there are rivers and or streams and, in most communities and, you know, they're just waiting for us to, to discover them and they give so much to us and we need to give back to them as well. For sure. What do you think the most impactful thing that a listener of this episode could go do right now today to support the work of American Rivers? Well, um, I'd have to say become a member of American Rivers. Um, and even more than, you know, a one-time gift is amazing and, and wonderful. Um, but a monthly gift is really fantastic. I mean, even, you know, five or $10 a month over the course of a year, it makes a big difference. And, you know, it doesn't make that much of a hit in your bank account when it just comes out like a little bit once a month. I actually, um, I not only work for American Rivers, but I'm, I signed up to be a monthly supporter as well, just because I know, um, I mean, I just, because I love the work, I believe in the cause. Um, and those monthly, those, those monthly donations really make a difference because they help us plan for our work over the course of the year when we know we have that base of support that's going to keep coming in. Um, and it helps us be nimble. It helps us be hard hitting. It helps us tackle the issues that are urgent and, you know, that we need to just jump on right away. So, you know, we're so grateful to, we've got amazing supporters all around the country and um, that those, those are the individuals that drive our work. Um, our supporters make our work possible. We're a nonprofit. So it's, it's the people and the, their dedication and their uh, trust in us that make all of our work possible. So we're, we're always grateful for that. I love it. I always think about it as, you know, a $5 a month, that's really me just skipping one Starbucks or you know, yeah. <laughs> thinking before I buy an extra thing at Target when I'm in the checkout line, you know, where it's it's that easy and, and thinking about what a big impact, you know, that $5 a month can actually make for an organization is so, is it makes it a very easy decision to make. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, it's, you know, it's it is sometimes overwhelming and hard to budget. Like you want to make a big gift right, right off the bat. And sometimes, you know, not everyone can do that. That's but yeah, a little bit every month, it really does go a long way. Um, so like I said, we're so grateful for all of our supporters out there. Um, they're, they're river heroes. I mean, they really are. We've, we've got folks who are been with us for, you know, one week and, and supporters who have been around for 20 years and more. And, and um, we need every single one of them. And you already gave another, you gave a whole bunch of other examples of things that our listeners who, you know, I would really think are just this group of energized and passionate doers. You know, you gave all sorts of awesome opportunities for them to get involved with your work, whether it's volunteering or, you know, things they can do at home. So we'll be sure we have an act button on, on our website. So our, our listeners can go there and see all of these great ways that they can support your work if they're not able to contribute financially. So we always hope that there's something for everyone that they can take away from each episode. Absolutely. I mean, right. Like I said, volunteering with a cleanup, um, calling your member of Congress, that goes such a long way um, and is so important. And um, and I'd also add, you know, get out and enjoy your river, too, and, and take your kids out there, because the, the way that we're going to build this, you know, love army for rivers moving forward is getting the next generation to fall in love with these places and just making it um making it an absolute must that, you know, we, we all stand together for the, for our rivers. So get out there and enjoy them. Um, 
I think as, as Ed, Edward Abbey had a great quote about, you know, you can fight for places, but you also need to get out and get out and have fun. And that's a, uh, that's a big part of it. So you don't burn out. <laughs> for sure. And summer's the best time to do it. So wh- why not? Yes. You know, go and skip yep. some rocks with your kids or your grandkids or the, or your neighbors and, and have some fun and, and enjoy what's, what's out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time today. This has been just a pleasure to talk with you. So many amazing takeaways and we can't wait to connect our listeners with your work. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And I, you know, thanks to all your listeners out there for um, supporting the great work that you guys are doing. I mean, you're firing up, you know, thousands of people around the country um, to do all kinds of really positive things. So I'm, I'm grateful for the messages you guys are sending. I want to close this episode with one of my favorite quotes from quite possibly one of my favorite books and then movies. Norman McLean wrote in A River Runs Through It, eventually all things merge into one and a river runs through it. The river was cut by the world's great flood and runs over rocks from the basement of time. On some of the rocks are timeless raindrops. Under the rocks are the words and some of the words are theirs. I am haunted by waters. I'm so glad you tuned into this episode with Amy and I as we chatted about American Rivers. You can check out American Rivers at their website, www.americanrivers.org, or visit 52reasons.org. That's 52reasons.org for the complete and comprehensive show notes. Remember to click on our three buttons, act, learn, and donate, to really focus in on how you can get involved in their work. We can't wait to share another organization with you next time as you work to make a difference in your neighborhood, across our country, and around the globe. Don't forget to subscribe to the 52 Reasons podcast and give us a like on Facebook so you can stay in the know about all the ways you can make a difference every day. See you next time.